evening and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Madela and I get to spend these moments with you this morning as we carry on with our Soul Food series. Those scriptures that you just have to have on the ready for whatever circumstances you might face. And it looks like this is a bit of a 2 Corinthians week as we've been looking at a few scriptures from 2 Corinthians. And this morning we're going to look at 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9. Now the subject matter this morning might seem a bit strange to have as a, as a verse or a, a favorite verse that you just need to have on the ready. It's the idea of weakness. And a lot of the time we rather want to focus on our strengths, on, on the good, on the stuff that we do well. But this verse specifically speaks about our weaknesses. And no one really likes to feel weak. When we're weak, we feel vulnerable, we feel scared, maybe we feel inadequate. Feeling and acknowledging your weaknesses doesn't always feel great. But here, Paul is speaking, and he teaches a very valuable lesson to us about our weaknesses. And it's a bit of a revelational moment for so many, where he says, But he said to me that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, you may have even learned that phrase in Sunday school, um, you know, when I am weak, uh, then I am strong. And uh, it seems contradictory. And to the world, many people who don't understand God and his character, this could seem very strange. How am I strong when I'm weak? How does it even work? Um, is it just something I say to myself? How is this actually true? But here, Paul is saying, just before this verse, he actually says that God gave him a thorn in his flesh, basically to keep him humble. And now, I don't think that God brings hardships or um, have areas in our lives where we struggle with our weaknesses so that he can just keep us humble. Uh, he, he's, no, he's not a malicious God. He's a kind father. And so he knows that embracing those weaknesses are going to be good for us. Um, he never wants to hurt us um, or just do it to humble us. But Paul's saying, well, this is actually keeping me humble, having this thorn in my side. Um, weaknesses and our weaknesses can actually be a bit of a superpower, if you will. Now, how come? Well, here he's giving the lesson that God's power is made perfect in our weakness. And therefore, he will actually delight in his weaknesses and in insults and hardships and difficulties I mean, that also seems quite out there, like how, you know, oh, yay, this is going wrong. Let me rejoice in that. <laughs> oh, this is, I'm finding this really difficult. Let me rejoice in that. Uh, that's not maybe our natural response in life when we're met with a challenge to go, oh, this is great. Um, you know, it might be a little bit of a, of a fake response in that moment. But what he is saying here, the message that he is, that he is conveying and the lesson that he is teaching is so valuable. And if we can grasp this, it honestly will change our world. Because difficulties can actually do three things. 
three good things this morning, and I'll alliterate. I'll have three Ps. Difficulties can protect, prioritize, and position us. Difficulties can protect us, prioritize us, and position us. So I'm going to explain what I mean by those three things. The first thing is difficulties can protect us. How can difficulties protect us? Well, when we have a challenge across our path or we're faced with our own weakness in the area, it protects us against thinking, I've got all the solutions, I need to figure this out by myself. It protects us from that mindset of thinking it's all on us and we have to solve this. Because when we're in that moment faced with that difficulty or challenge, we realize that our abilities end we don't have the means to cope with this. We don't have the solution for this. And so it causes us to look outside of ourselves. And that protects us from thinking, oh, I've got this. I have to handle this myself. I need to have everything under control. I, 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 I. No, it becomes about him, 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 him. It protects us from that mindset by constantly making us realize we need him. We have to have him in our lives. We have to ask him for the solutions when we realize that our own strength only takes us so far. So it protects us from that mindset. Secondly, it prioritizes. Now, how does it prioritize? Well, it, in a moment when you're faced with a challenge or a difficulty or something's gone wrong or your own weaknesses in front of you, you realize, I don't have the solution to this. So what do you usually do? Well, we pray, we worship, we seek God on our knees. That immediately prioritizes the main thing that needs to be the main thing, and that's Christ's in our, in our life. Christ's life, Christ's hope, Christ's grace in our life. It immediately prioritizes that in our moment because we go, God, I'm faced with this and I don't know what to do, and the priority is looking at Christ. So it immediately prioritizes us from maybe other things that can, maybe when things are going well or smoothly, maybe, you know, things get busy, full of good things, and you're not really worried about things, you're not really concerned about things, and so, you know, you spend a bit less time praying, maybe a bit less time in the Word, um, and then something goes wrong, and you're like, oh, you know, I need to have that quiet time, I need to, you know, listen to that worship song, I need to spend that time with God, so... As much as those moments, those difficult moments, can hurt us and be harmful um, and, and be scary in that moment, it actually can really make us prioritize what the main thing is to make that the main thing. And secondly, it positions us. It positions us here, as he says, that God's grace is sufficient and his power is made perfect in our weakness. When we acknowledge those weaknesses and when they become very apparent to us, it's almost like we open up ourselves to more of God's power being evident in our life because we're really asking God to show up in that moment. And so people will see less of us in those circumstances and more of him. Less of us and more of him. And isn't that the whole purpose is for people to see Christ in us? So it positions us in such a good place to go, I'm not going to be doing this alone. I'm going to have the heart posture of, Christ, please come and, and, and take over the situation and come in and, and fill all the gaps of my weaknesses so that when people see me, they can see more of you. 
And so it protects by keep making sure that you are knowing that it's not about you or your own abilities or your own strengths, but it protects you from thinking that. Because it's a dangerous space for us to be in when we only start relying on ourselves. And secondly, it prioritizes us. It prioritizes Christ's position in our lives, the prayer position that we have in our lives, the position where we place prayer, um, the position where we place our moments with God. It all prioritizes that. And thirdly, it positions us in the best place to have more of Christ in us. Because he will come in and his power will be made perfect in those weak moments. So may we be able to say, oh, well, I delight in this challenge that's come up. I delight in my weaknesses that I can see I'm falling short in this area. And praise God I'm falling short in this area because now it's a prime opportunity for him to come and display his wondrous character, his wondrous grace, his wondrous power in my life and in this circumstance and in this situation. So may we have that more of that mindset of rejoicing when we feel like we've reached um, the end of ourselves and where Christ can be mighty and show up mighty in our lives. So I pray that that encourages you this morning. Whatever your day may look, may look like, whatever you're facing at the moment, that you will realize that whatever difficulty maybe you're facing, that it can actually protect, help you prioritize, and position you exactly where you need to be to receive all of God's grace for that moment. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are such an almighty God. And thank you that through you teaching Paul and then Paul's teaching here in Scripture, Lord God, that we're able to understand that acknowledging and having weaknesses it's not a bad thing, Lord God, but that we can actually embrace and celebrate the things that we have lack in because then it's a prime opportunity, Lord God, to have Christ come and show up so mightily in those areas in our life, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you can use even the challenging moments in our life to protect us, to help us prioritize and to position us exactly where you need us to be. You can use all things for your good, Lord God. And so we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are such a good father and that you always love us and that you want to protect us and help us prioritize and help us to be in the, the best position possible, Lord Jesus, to be your shining lights in this world. Thank you, Lord God. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day further. Goodbye.